0: Hello again, Pastor Deborah here. Hi, everyone is. Oh, you are all staying from the last one. That's wonderful. I want to welcome all the new ones from the far away galaxies. Yeah, from the other side of the black holes. That's right. I know you're out there because I see it and I've been praying to come to you to help you learn also. Yeah. You see this sun? Some of you may have two or three suns. But there's so many wonderful billions of galaxies that humans have not yet explored. But God knows you're there. So welcome. All living creatures are welcome here in the garden. Are we on earth? Might be. Most of the time it is. But the garden is a place in the kingdom of heaven. The realm of the spirit, where the presence and delight of God is so welcome today. Yeah. And I'm recording in Zoom Pro using a wonderful motion video by Pixabay. It's a beautiful one. We're high up, high, high up above the clouds. Yeah. And you know, I'm not using a green screen. So, therefore, Weird things happen around my hair. My hand could go and just disappear into the video. I may not be as clear as I could be if I didn't use a motion video, but I believe in using visual effects to help you learn and grow, to help you see beyond where you currently are. Mm-hmm. So welcome again. And we're going to pick up in part number 60 of a wonderful letter that God inspired me to write years ago called My Dear Spiritual Child Letter from Me, Agape Love Himself. Yeah, we are working in that part called Spiritual Discipleship. We're beginning part number nine, should be almost the last part. I think there's one more. But we want to begin first with a welcome and a prayer. So let's begin. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for being about your work throughout all the spiritual galaxies, far beyond what we can even see with our earthly eyes through the telescopes, through the black holes, the many variety of galaxies and solar systems. Father. You are almighty God. You created it all to show us the vastness of the spiritual kingdom of heaven and how the kingdom of darkness is also a part of our lives. Father, thank you for bringing us all here together today to hear your words through your Holy Spirit coming from Pastor Deborah to help us to learn and grow from being a child to a strong, mature king that you can trust with your work among the galaxies, among all living creatures. Father, thank you for helping us, giving us the Holy Spirit, your teacher, your word that you sent, your son that you sent and also had to put on the cross to help us Be reconciled and redeemed back to you, the mighty one that shines brightly, that all the ancient civilizations knew that there was only one true God. Mm -hmm. But yet they knew there was a realm of other gods and goddesses, bad ones and evil ones and wicked ones and dragons, all kinds of horrible creatures. But they also knew there was true and beautiful gods. Father, our spirits have always been seeking worship of a God. Thank you for helping us find you. The one true God that our spirit needs. The only love it desires. Thank you for reaching out to us with your rays of light and love and sacrifice. So that we can be in your presence without fear of death and destruction. And that we can be honored as your image and likeness when we become new children of the light. One of yours in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. All right. This is part number nine of spiritual discipleship. In the last teaching. I was talking to you about how I would put the word spiritual in front of just about everything. God had to help me to see when I would read the Bible spiritually what he was talking about, the spiritual meanings, how all the examples in the flesh were examples of spiritual nature. And then I'd have to read them again to see about the flesh the soul, and the physical body. I could read a scripture and I would take each word and break it out and look up the definitions. I became a diligent student, a follower, a disciple of your word, of you. To learn about you, Father, and to learn about myself. Boy, I couldn't help anybody in the realm of the spirit if I didn't know about the spirit realm. That it was real. Thank you for giving me all the videos and the movies to watch. When we were learning about ourselves, we learned we have to learn a lot. And after we get born again and by believing in this Christ Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross, we have a lot of food nourishment to take in. God relates it to milk which is agape love, bread, wine, meat. We have to eat spiritually, but it's spiritual food. But he tries to help us understand that our spirit must grow by looking at earthly children and plants and animals to see that we must take in nourishment in order to grow and produce in our life. We were talking And told by ancient people long ago, prophets, that we must hear the word of God. We must be doers of it, not just hearers. And that it would be better if we would sacrifice some of our issues, our thoughts and concepts, our anger, our fears. And it would be better to sacrifice those than to keep them. We were learning about how to do that and how our important by being a hearer and a doer was, not only to ourselves, but to others. Then we looked at Second Timothy two fifteen, where it says we must study to show ourselves approved unto God. We look in the natural and we see people they have very little education. They might know a lot about farming and animals, but they can't build rocket ships, machinery, tools. So they stay in a sort of time warp. We call it hunter-gatherers, farmers. They're not able to help other people because they don't have the tools. Their brain, their biological brain has not developed. Has not grown and had the knowledge. Of machinery. Science. Research. So there we see in the natural. That lack of education. Can. Be a detriment to us. And so many people. And through religion. Don't believe. Women. After a certain age. Should even go to school. They believe a woman. Should be soon as she hits puberty, pretty much get married, whether that's at 10, 11, 12, have children, stay at home, raise them and not step outside the house, except to go to the market. They're not to be involved in the community and politics, the law, the country running it, making decisions. Nope, just stay at home. Where does that come from? Does that come from religion, from culture, traditions, ancestors? Education can be a weapon. It can be a way of controlling people. It can be a way of enslaving them, keeping them down, providing education, teaching and learning, reading and writing is valuable. So you must learn that for your spirit and your spirit must become a disciple. It must study how you might see that is if you watch the movie Doctor Strange with Burt Cumberbatch. He has a wound in his hands. It was in a car accident and he sought every natural way possible to heal him. No, no luck. Then he heard about some kind of power. Over in Kathmandu, he travels there to find somebody and he found them and he realized there was a whole nother world with power. He knew nothing about, didn't believe in and had to start studying. You would see him sleeping in bed physically, but his spirit up studying as he was learning fast. That is the same way as your spirit. It must learn spiritual things not of this world, not of the earthly realm. But the earthly realm is a shadow of the spiritual realm. So you don't want to be ashamed. And many people feel dishonored because they have lack of education in the natural. And your spirit would feel the same way. So let's learn and study so we can rightly divide the word of God It's in the Bible. I use the authorized King James version. There's no commentaries from any denomination. You can get it in every language possible. It's on YouTube in audio form. Video. It's in movies. Mm -hmm. It was written by many people who heard from God. Had visions of God who were historians and documented. Then there's some that didn't make it into the Bible called the Gnostic Gospels. They were more spiritual. There's a lot of books of the different tribes of Israel. Read them all. Mm -hmm. Study. Study civilization, the Egypts, Greece. Study Rome. Study the documented histories of religion, gods and goddesses. Study. Read. Watch movies, documentaries. Listen to stories of your ancestors. Study, ask questions, ask questions, study, do more study, research. And if all you can do is ask questions, ask a lot of them. Okay. And if you don't have answers, ask God of the Bible to answer them in your dreams. And he will. Do you know what I just prayed? And I believe God is going to answer it. There is a nation that just stopped women at about. 12 or 13 to go to school anymore. They don't believe in their religion that women should be educated or a part of the community or a part of leadership. So I prayed that God would teach them in their sleep, in their spirit, and the knowledge they were seeking, whether it's science or medicine, engineering or nursing or doctrine, they would get it. See, that's biblical because back in the Old Testament part of the Bible, God wanted some temple built. He wanted certain instruments built. And he took these Israelites who really didn't know how to do it. And he told Moses, I will give them the knowledge of how to make these things. God gives knowledge spiritually to the soul. They didn't go to school. They didn't know how to do it. So I prayed that God would do that. For these precious women, and they don't realize in that nation the government that rules it, they want that nation and the people to go back to the seventh century, but they didn't realize what's going to happen by doing that. It would turn their spirits, their hearts, and souls away from this God that they serve. they would see him as mean and unloving, especially to them, the women. And they would be turned to the God of the Bible, and God would reach out to them in the spirit, and he's brought them here today. And they are realizing he's a God of love, and he can help them. And he's not mean and controlling and enslaving like that God that they had been worshiping. So that God that has now denied them the right to go to school, he just lost them all. They will find the God of agape love, the God of the Bible. He will teach them in their dreams, in their spirit. They will learn to come to the garden and get knowledge. And they will be about the work that they've always desired to do. Maybe in the spirit. Or they might leave that nation. Leave the country, the culture. And carry on. And that God. And those men. They don't realize what they've done by trying to stick to seventh century rules by a God that calls himself uh, by a star that does not love women or children, only men. Mm -hmm. They don't realize what just happened. Pastor Deborah did. And I prayed the proper prayers and sought God to help them hmm Big contrast is coming in that nation. That's right. Ooh, I wouldn't want to be one of those men. Because now they're going to get in trouble by their God. Mm-hmm. Vexation and torment and death. They're gonna realize they lost. They over-enslaved, over-controlled. But see, the fear of women, the fear of their God chose to keep women out of education. Because they want to live back in the 7th century. They don't want to live in the now. They don't want to have an industrialized nation. They don't want to have machinery. Thanks. But did you know some of those leaders in that nation, some of their children are in other countries going to school, but not in that. No, this is going to be a haven, a kingdom. An empire for this God. But he just lost generations of women. Mm -hmm. And Pastor Deborah prayed for that. So now we want to move on. And we want to keep learning a few more things. These are just the beginning of things that you're going to have to learn. Okay? So let's look at the rest. We're going to pick up in number 59, and I'm going to put the word spiritual in front of it so you can understand from a spiritual understanding. You need to learn when you become born again. And you're a child of this God, a child of the light. You need to spiritually learn who. The spiritual Holy Spirit really is spiritually. How does he fit into your life? Where does he live? Who is he? What is he to do in your life? Number 60, spiritually learning how the spiritual father, agape love, spiritually communicates with you your spirit, your forever person, through your dreams and through spiritual visions. Mm -hmm. You got to learn. That's right. Sometimes I have to interpret dreams for pastors because they don't know what they mean. Or they have visions and they don't know what they mean. When you're a child, you will not have the deep spiritual understanding yet. Sometimes every once in a while, God will speak to me through a dream. But usually it's my spirit. Okay. Number 61. Spiritually learning to spiritually discern the spiritual source of the supernatural, the spiritual signs and wonders. Many people think God's going to cause feathers or gold dust to fall down in a church service. Don't look for signs. Don't look for wonders. Petition for God to be about his work. If he wants to choose to use anything, a sign or a wonder, That's his choice. He knows what people need, not us. But people want to see the supernatural. That's why there's so many wonderful science fiction movies, fairy tales, fantasy movies. Mm -hmm. We want to believe. Our soul is searching for the supernatural, the spiritual. It doesn't know what it is, but it will accept the movies of dragons and witches, fairies, mm-hmm. fairy tales. We love them because there's something in our soul that believes and wants to believe in that world that it cannot see. It wants to believe that there's portals, forces, energies. That's right. Number 62, spiritually learning how to spiritually submit to the heavenly father's spiritual authority. Well, what does that mean, spiritually submit? What is spiritual authority? How would this God, this king, have authority over me spiritually and my soul? And my physical body. Aren't I a free person can do what I want? Isn't that what they tell us? uh, Freedom of speech? What does that mean? That's why you have to learn. And you need teachers in your life that can help you. Number 63. Spiritually learning how to spiritually walk through the trials and fires of your spiritual life. The tests are going to come, both in the natural world and the spiritual world. You're going to be tried as to your faith, your belief. Who do you call on? I can remember having to go to pastor's offices. Somebody complained about something I did. I had no help, no support. And I would pray, Father, I'm running into your high tower, your fortress, Defend me and protect me. I would go in the meetings and say nothing. And I was told to sit there and say nothing. while they all talked. Sometimes I would have to go to the police and they would ask me about sexual abuse charges that were false. And did I want to charge the person who accused me? I would be attacked by my family members, shot at in my car, shot at an assignment to shoot me when I'm on a walk, poisoned for loving you, every spiritual being that God wants to touch. I just loved you and wanted you to be loved. I was in prayer. I would be crying for you. I didn't know who you were, but I was reaching out through prayers, tears of love to help you. Number 64, spiritually learning how to make it through the dry spiritual wilderness, the times without God's presence being known to you, but there, but silent, quiet being around horrible, evil, wicked people, being in meetings where God is not invited into, helping people to help other people that don't call on God, the dry wilderness places of just entertainment or sports, the dark rooms, the dark committee meetings, the realm of the occult, times when you don't hear God's prayers or support, There's no music to dance to. to, Nobody calls you. And all you have is God. His word. His Holy Spirit. To be with you. Test time. Number 65. Learning spiritually. What spiritual spots. And blemishes. And wrinkles are. In you. Yeah. Our body shows us the decay of it, when it's out of shape, out of balance, unhealthy. You have to learn what those are spiritually. Number 66, spiritually learning what seed time is and what is spiritual harvest time. Yeah, we got to become planters, and gardeners. And he helps us in the world of natural to study farmers and planting growth and animals to learn about spiritual things. So study, study things you've never thought about. Just sit and listen to nature. Watch little children. Listen for his voice. Number 67, spiritually learning. What a spiritual word from the Lord is. How is it given? How does it come? Can you believe the person that's given it to you? Sort of the prophet. How do you know it's really from God? Should you accept it? Well, why would you need it from God? I'll tell you my story. Most of the time I hear God's voice, but early on, I was in the flesh a lot. I wanted a Christian ministry of helping people in prison. I would get, somebody would send me a letter from solitary confinement, a men's prison or a women's prison. And I would print out lots of papers, send in stories. And maybe this letter itself felt good, felt I was helping people. But it costs money and ink and paper and postage. And nobody was given any money to it. And it was getting expensive. So I prayed to God, God, what's going on? Didn't you tell me to send out your word and to reach into prisons to reach people? I'm doing it. But how come there's no money coming in to support it? Because I had learned that if you're doing what God called you to do, he would supply what you need. Well, money was not coming in. Donations were not coming to print, to buy the ink, to buy the printers, the computers, to mail it. But I asked God, what's going on? No word. And then one day, one morning, my father called me up about 830 in the morning. Said, God, just talk to me about you. He said, what you're doing and sending out to the prisons is not of him. It's of Satan. To steal your time, your energy, your money, your joy. You must stop it. It's not ordained by God. I couldn't believe it. God talking to my father. That was a word. And he couldn't talk to me because I was in the flesh. My flesh was doing this. My soul was doing. I had convinced my soul. My soul had convinced itself. This was the ministry I was to do. Because my soul had said, well, other people do it. They send things into prisons. They send books. They send letters. Why can't I do it? I wanted to be like other people that were. big in ministry. I was in the flesh, full of pride, trying to be like other people. So God couldn't talk to me. Can't talk to when you're in the flesh and you're doing flesh stuff. He won't talk to you. So he talked through my dad, who had never said that to me before. And do you know how hard it was to stop? I was addicted. My soul was addicted to sending out letters to people in solitary confinement, men. But I realized I was stressed. The money was not coming. My joy was gone. And I kept doing it for several weeks. And my dad had to come back to me and say, stop it. God told you that's not of him. It's of Satan. And I remember the day. Letters kept coming. And I felt the call to answer them. Send them something. And I didn't. I ripped it all up. And when you get off in the flesh like that. You think you're doing good. And you think why can't I do it this way. Other people did it. Maybe that's. What you're supposed to be doing. And if you are. Then the resources will come from God. I learned that from George Mueller. Who took care of 10,000 orphans. Back many, many years ago in England. His story is on the website. But I had that experience where God could not talk to my spirit. I was in the flesh. And once I stopped the letters. God started talking to me again. He explained to me what I was doing and how I got there. Mm -hmm. That was very early on. And I don't do that anymore. I do go out and I know that I try to help the community in committee meetings, but nobody opens up with prayer. I try to bring in that we're a three-part being, spirit, soul, and body. They're not that interested. So when you step into the world of mental health counseling, the psychiatrist rule, it's a medical problem, not a spiritual one. And all the spiritual answers are just that you're to be a support and not be so stigmatizing of mental health. You're not the healer. You're not a professional. You can't heal this. It needs medication needs treatment I don't fit I had a little flea market church for a little while for a season got that out of my system and now I'm at home been at home gosh for five years maybe recording talking to you in the realm of the spirit my spiritual abilities and discernment is increasing I can see you better, hear you better, much more. I'm doing the work now that I was called to do, but it took a while to get there. It took a lot of studying. Mm-hmm. A lot of mistakes, but God didn't quit, and I didn't quit. I'd dust myself off, ask God to forgive me, and I'd get back on the track. And that will probably happen to you also. So I had to learn what a word from God was. I don't go to prophets anymore. God doesn't have to do that. I stay in the realm of the spirit now. I have to answer a lot of people. They want money and food. And and I had to realize I don't fit in the community. I don't fit on committee meetings. Because they really don't want spiritual stuff there. But I can talk mental health talk. I was a licensed mental health counselor. And I can do that, but most people, they don't believe in the deep spiritual like I do. So I stay at home, and I record, and I study, and I write, and I pray, and I do ministry the way God desired for me and him to do ministry together. All right, now number 68, spiritually learning what spiritual Prophecy and prophets are. That's important. Learning, spiritually learning. What the spiritual word says. We're to spiritually learn what the word of God is. And how to be able to spiritually stand on it in faith and belief. No matter what goes through us. Even at death. Number 70, spiritually learning how to let God be God. When I was doing that prison work, printing and sending in written things, I wasn't letting God be God. I wasn't moving through dreams and visions with the Holy Spirit. I was doing earthly, natural things. And some people are called to do that. And that's okay. Just do what God's called you to do. Mine was so different. It was going to be in the realm of the kingdom of darkness spiritually. In the spiritual world against the spiritual enemies of humanity and freedom and God. Against Satan and his devils. Casting out of devils. Healing. Teaching. In the realm of the spirit. But if you're called to do it in the natural, do it and do it well. 71, learning spiritually how to spiritually believe in your spirit, the words of God. That takes some time. And I want to let you know there are many, many more classes, topics for you to learn. You must study the forever person. Who is it? What is it? got to study your soul the hidden person of your body you got to study your biological body you got to study history documentaries science government politics you got to study there's so many more topics to learn these were just a few that i wrote down years ago to help myself because these were what i was learning i would go slow would take years, just like an earthly baby takes years to grow, to be a mature adult, to be able to manage and rule and shepherd, have families, and to make a difference in the world. So you be encouraged today. This is just the beginning. I only did 71 different topics of your spiritual education. And I want to end this tape right here. And in the next one, I'm going to tell you a story that happened to me to show you what spiritual knowledge, discipleship, and training, what the results are in the name of Jesus. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful motion video by Pixabay. Thank you for teaching us. That when we become one of your children, a child of the light, that we are to learn and grow, become students and disciples of you, of your word. And there's much for us to learn. There's baby food to eat, milk of the word, agape love that anchors our spirit in love. There's much for us to learn in elementary, middle, high school, college, so to speak. Much for us to learn from history. Movies and fairy tales and poems and songs and art. Father, it's a vast kingdom we must study. We must learn about ourselves. And we need all the help we can get. So help us through your Holy Spirit, your living words of spirit and truth. Thank you for loving us so much. You sent your own self inside your word, inside Christ, who is inside the dirt. Jesus. You went to the cross for us and you paid everything we owed to build a bridge that we could walk on your rays of love into your very presence. Your kingdom is high above all shines out to all. It's reaching to all the galaxies, through the deep holes, the black holes, out to all the universe that we can see even with our natural eyes. Thank you for all the living creatures that you are reaching out to and touching. Thank you for your gift of light and truth and knowledge and love that has traveled through space and time to us. Thank you for teaching us how to be a spiritual disciple, a student, to be a hearer and a doer of the word and much of what we need to learn. Thank you for all the teachers and pastors, mothers and fathers that are doing that. Thank you for being about your work here on earth. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay. I'll see you in the next part of spiritual discipleship. Bye.